What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 14 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. I am always alongside Pedro Rodriguez. Pedro. What's going on, everyone? We have another special guest, one of our best friends, TJ Rosselli. TJ. What's up, guys? Uh, So, Dog Days of Summer, part three, part four, I don't even know, part three, definitely. But we're going to start doing our um, pretty much divisional predictions and just, you know, looking through the teams. The teams are kind of winding down. Yarmir Yager is still not signed to an NHL team. I I don't know. Dude, I, I actually saw a tweet tonight. Kyrie and Isaiah like finally got done. So I think it was actually NBC Sports. Yeah, yeah it was NBC that, Sports. Yeah. Like, okay, now that that's done, can we get Yager signed? Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't get it. Like, let's just get Yager signed. Man it, wants a lot of money. That dude, yeah. All right. If it's if it's on Yager and his money demands, then I blame him. But if Yager has dropped his price significantly, let's get the dude signed. Yeah. All right. Like, come on. He's a fuck. He's a, he's a living legend. Please, let's just get him signed. Just having his presence in the locker room it, itself. It, it is... He's a legend. He's he's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. Not whoa that was a hot take. Hey. That that was a hot take. But he, he I love him. Yager Yager's one of my favorites. Uh, still want the Rangers to sign him. Uh, before we get into our topic, just want to mention there's apparent rumors that uh, Kerfoot is about to sign with the Rangers, but there's also Apparently, the Islanders are now in there. Pedro had a say that he didn't want Kerfoot on the Rangers. For all of you that don't know, Kerfoot is the unrestricted free agent that was drafted out of college to the Devils. He didn't sign with the Devils, and now he pretty much is a unrestricted free agent. He's free to sign wherever he went or wherever he goes. So he pulled a VZ. He pulled a Hayes. So he pulled a uh, Matt Gilroy. I believe Gilroy did the same thing. He did, yeah. So the Rangers are known for pretty much landing these unrestricted free agent college players. Uh, but apparently the Rangers are close to signing him. Who knows? It could be completely wrong. Only time will tell. Pedro doesn't want him for some reason, though. We're good. Uh, but Pedro, so why don't you want him? I, I'm not saying I don't want him. Um, I'm just saying, you know, I, w- I would like to have him on the team, but you already... You're pretty. You're, I'm not, not saying you're solid. stacked. We're I'm not, not saying you're solid down the middle. But you have a lot of centers, and uh, you know you have guys developing in the AHL and having another guy in Kerfoot. I mean, honestly, if he if the Rangers sign him, I think he's your fourth line guy. Um, I would love to see Leas Anderson play. Um, I, I think that guy is. I think I think personally, I think he's NHL ready. I think he's that fourth line guy. You'll have Dayarnay on the third line, but uh, that's such a weak. Weak top four. Down you never know. I mean, you, you, we also said Michael Grabner would have a strong year, and look at him. He put up 27 goals in a season. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna count a guy like DeHarnay who showed who showed himself. He had 58 points when he was on Montreal. So I mean, if I could get 58 points for my third line guy, I'll take it. Depending who he's playing with as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I I would like to have him on the team. Obviously, I would like to have the you know a Hobie Baker winner on the team. But I mean. I just feel like that's a lot of centers for a team like that, and I don't know if he's willing to go to the AHL. I mean, maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but you know, he's gonna—he's definitely. I think if the Rangers do sign him, I think he—I think he'll be your fourth line guy. Okay. Uh, did you see who um, got his scoring on in the KHL today? I'm gonna go with Grigorenko. He did. He scored against Ska, and he's just—he's <coughs> the, the dude's gonna tear it up. 
He's going to tear it up in the KHL. It's a different league. And then he's going to come back, and uh, it just annoys me. He he was the perfect third-line center for the Rangers. It's it's a different and league. And it just didn't happen. It's a different league. So that happened. Anything else? I, I really don't think so. So we wanted to start our our previews. So we have four weeks of previews. Hopefully we'll have a guest on each week. We're hoping. Uh, that's, you know, that's the goal. But we're going to start with the Central Division. So uh, let's get into it and let's drop the puck. All right. So let's start off with the... We're just going to go right down the line. So we're going to start off with the Chicago Blackhawks. Pedro. Yes. They got rid of the bread man. They, they got rid of Panarin. He is now with the Blue Jackets. So do you... Do, after looking at... After looking at the Blackhawks, they they no longer have... What's going on with Hosa? He's done, right? He's not playing the season. He's correct. not playing the season. Yep. Yeah. So, he's done. They they, they they got Brandon Saad back. Yes. In the deal for Panarin. Correct. They brought on... <coughs> did they bring on Tommy Wingles this season? Um, no. Yes. No. Maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> I'm not sure. But... I I'm just looking at their roster and I don't know man I feel like they they digressed. I, yes, they still have their Patrick Kane, their Jonathan Taze. He was on Ottawa by the way, Wingles by the way. Wingles, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yep. So I I don't know, I just feel like this is a team that has digressed. I could be wrong. They've lost death. You think they lost death? I think so. Look, I mean it's it's hard to say because when they won those three cups in how many years, um, they had a guy like Brandon Saad, and when Saad played with Taves, that line was rolling. I mean, those two had chemistry like there was no tomorrow. And I just yes, it's not. Saad, I just realized Saad was like twenty one years old. Yeah, the guy's only twenty. The guy's only twenty four. I mean, this guy is still a young guy, and him and Taves had ex- extremely well chemistry. He was great on the power play, and. Yes, you're not going to have that Kane, Panarin, and Isimov type situation that you had for two years when they both scored at least like 80 points or something like that. Um, you're not going to have that, but you're going to have Saad who's going to play well with Taves. You got Patrick Sharp back. Don't forget you signed Sharp again. So he's going to be their, he's going to be good back back on the either the center or left wing. I Pedro, believe he'll play center. Pedro, they only have five defensemen under contract right now. Okay, but look at those guys. <laughs> Seabrook. Yes. Keith. Okay. Connor Murphy, Michael Roosevelt's fucking thirty-eight years old. Although, one of my favorite moments as a Ranger fan when he scored against Buffalo was oh, when God. I was I went with my cousin and her boyfriend. I was probably I don't even know sixteen, seventeen years old when that happened. Two thousand eight. Went in, yeah, went in with, yeah, probably around that age. Went in with my cousin and her boyfriend. My dad gave my cousin and her boyfriend our playoff our season ticket playoff tickets and then he felt so bad that he bought me a ticket all by myself so now there's a 15 year old justin star wandering the goddamn garden by himself and i'm sitting behind the goal and then overtime came so i went up you know this is before the renovations and went up there and i was you know hanging out up top with all the drunks i think it was like an easter sunday for some reason or it was definitely a sunday game it was definitely a matinee yeah it was a sunday game it was definitely a matinee game i 100 percent remember that and it went into double overtime and there you go roosevelt off the fucking post in the garden erupted 
erupted. And I was, dude, that's that's probably my fondest memory of Roosevelt. Other than that, I, he's 38 years old now. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that needs to learn when to give it up. He's only making $650,000 this year. Dude, just pull up, pull up. Like, I, you know how I am with these old old players. Yeah, I Besides tell. Jaromir Yager. Besides Yager, because Yager's... Yager plays like he's. I, I just got. I have a man crush on Yager. Whatever. Well, we talked about Kunitz. Kunitz is thirty-seven. Yeah, it, Kun, yeah, Kunitz is old too. Uh, but who who was it last week that I that I brought up? And <clears> Matt Cullen. Matt Cullen. Oh, Matt. Cullen. We're not talking about this again. Yeah, Matt. Cullen. Anyway, uh, yeah. Back to the the Blackhawks. Um, yes, they lost Jalmerson to Arizona. Uh, Phoenix, uh, Arizona. Sorry, um, they lost him. Their defense is a little broken up. I, I would agree it's with weak. that. It is weak. It is a weak D. But their their offense is just that you still have it. I and mean, then, when you have a guy like Patrick Kane, and then, I, it just you can't. Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, you still have your core. And then Pedro, we've we've spoken we've spoken about how important a backup goaltender is. Do they actually use Anton Forsberg from Columbus, or do Listen, they use I, JF Barubi? I've I've heard Forsberg has potential. And Forsberg's the one that came along in the he, deal, right? In Columbus, correct. Yeah. And from what I've heard, he has potential, and that's why he was a key factor in the Panarin trade. And that's what they wanted. They wanted a backup goaltender who could possibly contend for that backup goaltender goaltending position with Brube. So I wouldn't be surprised if Forsberg is the backup to Corey Crawford during the season. But it, uh, all right, I still think it's definitely it's definitely a downgrade from Darling. Oh, absolutely. I mean, now Darling moves on to Carolina, where he could get a starting position. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, all right. So let's let's wrap it up on Chicago. But I just want to go consensus. I'm going to say that they downgraded as a team. At the end, we'll do our standings for like how we where our predictions for the standings. I think that they downgraded as a team. Pedro. Uh, yeah, Chicago's tough because they. You always say that they ground downgrade a year, and yet they are still first in the West. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they're still the top three team in the West. But if I look right now, they did get a lot older. So you're saying they on did, paper, they kind of did get paper? older. On paper, I think they downgraded just a little bit. Oh, and then they brought on Patrick Sharp again, 35 year old Patrick Sharp. Who said that? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, TJ, with your opinion, upgrade, downgrade. I think a downgrade, but with the talent that they have, they're no matter what a playoff team, and it depends if you know if they get hot at the right time, then you never know. Right, and they're a team that usually gets hot, and they stay hot. I mean, again, when you have this core with Patrick Kane, Jonathan well, Taves, yeah, you still have Brent Seabrook and and Duncan Keith. You have the name Keith. Patty Kane. Period. That's it's what just... I'm saying. I mean, they're 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 still a good team. I mean, those young guys, they make the young guys better. And no, now that you brought believe, in Patrick I, I've Sharp, said, I've said that they have, you know. But they are getting older. They are. I think they downgraded. We'll we'll talk about it later. Uh, next up, the ooh. oh, this team's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the Colorado Avalanche. <coughs> I have a prediction that they will be battling out with the Las Vegas Golden Knights for last place in the NHL, and actually the Canucks. Those are the three teams that will be battling it out for the cellar dweller in the NHL next season. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. Um, They're not a good team. Especially when you might lose a guy like Matt Duchesne. But, but we just talked about like a core. Like If they can keep Duchesne, a core of Nathan McKinnon, Matt Duchesne, and Gabriel Landeskog, 
That's not bad. It's not bad. That's not bad at all. But look who they're surrounding them with. I, well, that's where, that's where the problem comes in. I mean, in. they're surrounding them with... Carl Soderbergh, Colin Wilson, like Carl Soderbergh, Blake okay. Como. I thought Blake Como retired like four years ago. You know, Matt Nieto hasn't been great. Um, My boy Nail Yakupov. Yeah, I mean, he's. this is a guy who's going to be on like a... To me, that's like a tryout. I mean, this guy has but, yeah, blew the, it. You you just said a tryout. The dude is twenty three years old. That's not a tryout, Pedro. This is one of the guys that I said were rushed, like Gregory Anko. He was, you know, he was built up to be this star right away in the league. And yes, he 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 he, he plundered. This he guy's plundered. the first overall pick in a yes. draft. Those guys should be NHL ready. Are you kidding? I mean, this so, guy's so first you're saying, overall. So you're saying, you're saying Nico Heischer is going to be a stud next year. I'm not saying he's going to be a sub, but I don't think he's going to okay, be a fluke like Neil Yakupov I feel like Edmonton is. put all this pressure on Neil Yakupov to be like, this dude is leading us to a cup. No, I don't think it's oh, like no, that. No, I don't think no. it's like a Connor McDavid type situation here. I mean, Neil Yakupov isn't a generational guy here. I mean, but he's still a first overall pick. I mean, if you're a first overall pick, you should... Come on, really? You should you should perform, and he did not perform. And honestly, that whole Edmonton squad with first overall picks, none of them performed. Honestly, I mean, yeah, they really fluked. Out. All of them did. Now Yakupov was the most fluky, flukish guy. So honestly, yeah, I do think it's a tryout because if it doesn't work for him in the NHL, I think he's going to the KHL next year. I don't think he'll be in the he's NHL. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, there's no no team's gonna want him. So I'm sorry, sad. but it's true. It's so sad. So if you're a first overall pick. In Step any draft, you should be good. <laughs> you should be at least good. I mean, Nico Heischer, to me, I think he's gonna be a he's gonna be a great center. So I don't think he's gonna pull a nail Yakupov here. All right. So now with their defense, they actually only have three under contract currently. Uh, Eric Johnson, stud. Tyson Barry, I love. Uh, Mark Barberio, not really familiar with, and Big Z. Big Z, but he he's still a restricted free agent. But I hear that they're gonna get him done. He's solid. So I, I like the core on Colorado's defense, but they still need to add, you know, at least at least three bodies because they need an they need an extra defenseman unless they're going to call one up from the uh, AHL. I I don't know. Well, they're in talks with Butcher, I believe. Is that guy that guy that other? Oh, the other. Free yeah, agent? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I believe Colorado's in talks. with And him apparently, too. they're in talks with. Um, Kerfoot too. We yeah, don't know where gonna... he's going yet, but well, according to Arthur Stable, it's between San Jose and the Rangers. So whatever, that's not the topic right now. But... And then goaltenders, Farlamov. He really, f- he really fell off the uh... after he left Washington. Yeah, he really fell yep. off the boat, huh? Yep. He, uh, yeah, he's the one that got into the trouble with beating his wife or some shit like that too, right? Uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with that story, but I'm almost positive there's some story about Varlamov, like literally beating his wife in Russia. <laughs> well. Like, this this guy, I mean, he fell off the wagon when he left Washington to get a number one position in the league, and he hasn't performed too. He's too well. He's faltered. The only time he performed well was when Colorado made the playoffs. When now, do you guys actually see Jonathan Bernier somehow taking over? Taking over? If if he falters again? If he plays well, I mean, I don't see why not. I, I mean, because probably... Bernier Bernier has been a starter in the NHL. He Correct. hasn't been a good starter, but no. he's been a starter. Right. But I, I, I would give Varlamov the edge for right now. But I would not be surprised if if he falls off, if he falls off during the season that Bernie will take over. I, I wouldn't be surprised. What's TJ? I think they'll be split. Yeah, they'll we, be... we actually, we actually thought brought that up one time. Like, 
They actually, like, it'll be very close, especially if Varlamov is faltering. I'd say only six games apart, maybe, hopefully, I'd say around that area. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's if you think about it, it's kind of like a Buffalo situation. I mean, that, you have Robin Leonard and you have Chad Johnson. That's what we brought up. Robin Leonard's on a one-year deal. If you if you bring back former general manager Tim Murray, I mean, that guy could be, he could have signed him to like a four-year deal. I wouldn't be surprised. But new management, I mean, they're giving Leonard, it's, again, I, I compare him to Yakupov, even though they're different positions, their, their contracts are similar. I mean, it's a tryout. You do it, you'll get the position. If not, you're gone. That's that's a, that that is what it is. So to leave leave off with Colorado, they have a little over eleven and a half million left in cap, and they have around four players to sign. So we don't know. Maybe two of those players are Kerfoot and uh, whatever you said. Butcher. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with him. But yeah, maybe maybe Kerfoot is one of them. But I only think that they can sign them to entry level deals. Correct. So, I mean, regardless, they're still going to have a lot of caps. So, I don't know what they're going to do with their defense. We'll, we'll find out. Maybe I – who knows? The team is just in – I just remember growing up, the Colorado Avalanche being so fucking good. Huh. So good. I mean, they had everyone on that team. Joe Sackick, Patrick Waugh. Bork. Yeah. They they were, mm. they were just so – Peter Forsberg. Yeah. They were so good. You know, that just shows that, you know, they had, they had this – this time period of glory, and and they had now, that one good season with Patrick Wall behind the bench. Yeah, he leaves, and, and, and now they're yeah. It, it's just it's it's crazy. But. To I just hope it doesn't happen to the Rangers without winning at least one cup because that would be so sad. Uh, next up, Dallas Stars. Uh, Dallas Stars, another interesting team. They are actually under in cap space. They are under by almost two hundred thousand. Uh, this was a team that we were. We actually now the Rangers have Lindy Ruff, so Lindy Ruff is now an assistant coach on the Rangers. This is just a team. It it, it frustrates me in a way. It really frustrates me how they're not good. I'll take a hot take right now. They're going to be a playoff team, will, team. This team will be first in the West. First in the this West. This team will be first the whole in the Western entire Conference. Western Conference. I do believe that. Wow. And I do believe they will be ahead of Woo-hoo! Nashville. Someone put Pedro out. He just fucking put out a flaming hot I take. I mean, Jamie Ben. You have Jason Spets as your third, as your second you, line you center. Tyler Sagan as your first. Martin Hands on your third line. I mean, that's three solid. Pe- that's three solid players down down the middle. No, we can. I mean, def- you, you we, have, we, we, the Rangers can Mathot. definitely use one of their centers. If you they have. Wanna, you if have they want to come calling. Their defense again is also stacked. Not Nashville stacked, but Mark Mathot, John Klinberg. Dan Hamuse, I mean, this team, they're good. And they just signed Ben Bishop, who's a great goaltender. Going with Ben Bishop is Hitchcock runs a system that favors his goaltender. So if his, you know, his system made with Brandy, uh, Brandon, uh, Brian Elliott in St. Louis really you know, benefited them. Right. That's a good point because you know now Hitchcock is behind the bench, so that's another positive. I mean, this team, they're so oh, good. I can't wait to see, the, so can't wait to see the, the, the gifts of just John Hitchcock Yelling at a ref, and all of a sudden, someone puts a chicken wing in his mouth. I can't, I can't <laughs> fucking wait. I, mean, I can't fucking the, wait. This team is just—they're so strong down the middle. I mean, it's—it's it's unbelievable. But how do you, how, how, do you, how do you feel about them on the wing? So yes, you—you you have Radulov, you have Ben, Sagan's going to be a center, but then you go to Anton Roussel. He's more of an agitator. He's not really—he's a great player. He's yo, a good I, player. He, he definitely helped Listen me out me. in fantasy. Listen to me. Your first line is going to be Jamie Ben. Alexander Radulov and Tyler Sagan. Yes, that's your first Just line. imagine that line. Well, then what happens to your third and fourth lines? 
Uh, let's see. You can have. Well, Vajilov, I mean, he, he can be adjusted. I mean, he could play first line, okay, second but line, whatever. Okay, you have Brett Ritchie, you have Tyler Okay, you Pitlick, can have Martin have Hansel. Devin Shore. Listen, this team, they're... they're I, top I get heavy. that. They're, they're a top-heavy team, Pedro. Listen. The Rangers' bottom six would run circles around the I wouldn't Dallas say that. I wouldn't six. say that now. I wouldn't say that because I don't think that's true. No? I think no. they're 5-6 I, I don't think... I don't see them winning the West. I'm sorry. I, no, who do you see? Nashville? Nashville's your team to win the West because they went I, to the Cup I Final. I didn't say Nashville. So who's winning? Who's winning the West? We'll I want to know who's winning we'll the West. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I want to know who's winning we'll the West in your book. We'll get to it. We're doing, we're doing divisions, Pedro. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right. Well, I'm just saying Dallas is going to be a team to contend with, and oh. I would not count them out. Forgot to go. Colorado. Did they improve or did they? Did <laughs> they, they, they just stay where they are. Yeah, just stay at the yeah, base. Right, they're not moving uh, anywhere. Dallas Stars, though. They they literally have no room for improvement. They have to actually cut someone. Their roster size. They have to cut someone on the roster. I assume that's going to be Adam Cracknell. Who Listen knows? to me. This team is improved a hundred percent. I mean, they struggled last year with injuries. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they they got they got so much stronger. I mean, you added Radulov for goal scoring. You added again Martin Hansel down the middle, big centerman. Um. This team is going to be a team to reckon with, and mark my words, I'm telling you, this team is going to be. I think they can win the West. I think they're definitely a top three team. Bishop needs to stay healthy. That is another thing too. I mean, Kyrie Latin is like Swiss cheese and net, but yeah, I mean. Uh, All right, so you say they improve? Yes, absolutely. TJ definitely improved, no doubt. Okay, any just Hitchcock and the Radulov signing and all that. I yeah, no, I agree. They 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 improved. I. I don't see them winning the West. Who do you maybe, have maybe, winning the no, West? I'm not. I'm uh, no spoilers. All right, this ain't no Game of Thrones season seven episode number whatever that's going to be released early. Um, by the way, start a Game of Thrones already hooked to it. Uh, so no spoilers, please. Uh, yeah, no, they they definitely improved. We'll see. I I really don't see them finishing top in the West, but like you said. We'll see. Uh, so we got four more teams left. We're going to go on to the Minnesota Wild. They currently have 22 players under contract in their uh, or under their roster out of 23, so they're able to bring one more aboard. They have a little over $2 million in cap space. This is another interesting team. This is a team that they were very good during the regular season. And this is going to be a shout-out to my Chase boys over at Bet With Confidence. I'm doing a little shout-out real quick. Fuck the Wild. Wow. Uh, that's just straight up. Sorry. Uh, we, wow. We, we, uh, us, us, us Chase boys lost some money on the Wild. So they, they, they ruined a very good betting season in, in hockey. So that's all I'm going to say. Shout-out to them. Shout-out to Pokes. Um, but, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, was, it was definitely – yeah, I, I, I'm not sold on Devin Dubnik. I'm really not. And I we've we've gone over this. I'm not sold on Devin Dubnik at all. Uh, I, I think he's a good goalie. No, no, he's definitely a good goalie, but I'm just not sold on him. And then here you come with Matt Cullen, Mr. 40-year-old, strolling along. Do, 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 do. I just Listen, won two cups. Since, and now we're, I'm gonna... since, since we're on the wild, um, I will bring him up because he is a depth guy. And I will bring it up because I brought it up last time. They struggled at the end of the season and in the playoffs, which I believe ruined your bets. Am I correct? 
Is, did Sorry. they ruin the bets in your playoffs? Was it the playoffs you no, bet them on? No. Regular season. Regular season. Yes. Strictly regular season. Okay. They actually lost four games in a row as a favorite. Ah. Not going to give out the numbers because that's a chase secret. Well, you bring in a guy like Matt Cullen. I don't care that he's 40 years old. I don't care that he just won two cups. I don't care. The fact that he can still play and still produce points as a third and fourth line guy, I want him as a depth guy. I, want I don't TJ's care how opinion. old he is. TJ. I'm, I mean, TJ, Matt Cullen. 40 years old, just won two cups back-to-back as 38- and 39-year-olds with the Pittsburgh Penguins. You, you're you now 40 years old. You just won two cups. You're, you're, you're at your pinnacle. Do you come back for a year, or do you retire and go off into the sunset with two rings on your finger? fingers? Go, go off into the sunset with three. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, if this guy still has hockey left, this guy put up 13 goals, 18 assists, 31 points. Dude, like I said last Why night. wouldn't Minnesota go after a guy like this, especially if they had him before, they know how he can play, and he performs in the playoffs. He, he had two play, goals, seven he, assists. He can play, but last week I said, any player, when you're that age, if you win a cup, especially two in a row, he's already, right, off, right yes, off into yes, the sunset. Okay, yeah, great. He won two in a row. He's won three in his career, but he can still play hockey. If he still wants to play, let him play. It's just, I mean, he has his family's in Minnesota, so the circumstances to, with that is different. You don't want to be at that age to go to a team that's not making the playoffs, though. But they are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Who knows? I they, mean, Minnesota—they they, they, they definitely faltered. You you can't say Minnesota's not going to make the playoffs. I mean, this, again, they're a top five team. They're a top five team. Zach Parise, Miku Koivu, Granlin, Niederreiter. I mean, come on, Eric Stahl who had a sixty-three point year. I like, hate come on. Eric Stahl. I mean, this team is good. I actually hate AV for what he did with Eric Stahl. Well, again, that's another topic. I mean, don't get me wrong. Them being second in the wild, you got to get uh, second in the conference. You got to give them props too. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're gonna falter this year. <clears throat> Love Ryan Suter. I like Jared's. Uh, no, their defense. I like their defense. Their, their team is the same as last year, except they added they added Matt Cullen. That's all they did. Who? No, they, they lost someone on defense. Who? Didn't you they still lose? have Suter? You still have Matt Dumba. You have Kyle Quincy now. They lost Scandella. Yeah, they lost, there you go. Um, they lost Scandella. I mean, they lost him to Buffalo. That's not a big problem. You know, you added Tyler Ennis. Let's see if he could prove himself that he's a $4.6 million player. But uh, I, I, to me, I still like the Wild. I think they're still a playoff team. And, you know, what's one more year for Matt Cullen anyway? All right, so Pedro, do they improve? Do they stay the same? Or do they downgrade? This is tricky. I'm going to say they stay the same. I'm going to say they, they're still that same team. Um, it's it's going to be tough for them because the teams around them did improve. Uh, but to me, the Wilds, they stayed the same from last year. I, I didn't see an improvement. I didn't see any faltering. So to me, they stayed the same. All right. TJ? I think they downgraded. Um, going with Pedro said, though, um, I don't know. I kind of see them maybe being like the eighth, ninth seed mix. Um, the teams around them did get better, though. That's the one problem for them. And... I don't know. That's why I kind of see them in the mix of trying to get a, you know, having to get hot to make the playoffs. I, I, I think that's also like an Islander situation. Like we were all talking about the the Rangers that, you know, before they signed Shattenkirk and everything, you know, the Islanders have brought on Everlay and, you know, this team did that, this team did that, you know, Blue Jackets and all these teams were improving around them. And they were kind of staying, you know, in the, in the middle until they signed, you know, Shattenkirk and all that. So, yeah, no, I think they stayed the same. They're still a good team, but I don't think they did anything drastically to put them over the top. When teams around you are adding more weapons, you have to go right with them and compete. 
No, it's it's a good point. It, it really is. And I think we're going to see that. I'm, I, I hate to sound like a biased Ranger fan, but I think we're going to sort of see that with the Islanders. They, they added Eberle, and that's really it. They lost their top defenseman. You know, I mean, I think that's it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I feel like I'm going to get bashed by Islander fans, so I'm just going to stop there. Uh, next up, Nashville Predators. Can't talk any more about this team. This team is fantastic. Uh, 24 players. They have 24 players on their roster currently out of 23, so they still have to cut someone, and they still have $6 million in cap space. That is unreal, especially when you read off this this lineup. I this team by far improved. I I'm all improved. Definitely a top two team in the West. That that's my that's my take. Pedro, that's tough. Um, I can say with no doubt they they have the best defensive core in the league. I'm going hands down. They have the best D. The best top four D in the league. With Weber, Roman Yossi, Matias Ekholm, Ryan Ellis. I mean, those, those four, Dude, still those goes four down. are they so have, unbelievable. They have Yannick Weber and even Matt Irwin's not even that great, but he's still right. He's still a solid NHL defenseman. Yep. And uh, Pecorine obviously has to stay healthy. That's key. Um, he's not getting any younger. He's 34. So he definitely has to stay healthy. The thing is, with this team, is they are young. And... Good oh, for them. Good young. for them they as they got. Good for them. They young. got Ryan Johansson signed to their max contract of eight year, eight mil. Um, but again, you know, I'm still gonna look for Victor Arvidsson. I mean, the guy's 24. I mean, yes, he had a great year, but he has to follow that up. You don't know. You, we all know about that sophomore slump. I don't care what sport it is. You hear it all the time in sports. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, Colton Sissons. That's another guy. I mean, he performs well. Let's see what he can do. Um, you know, they brought back Scott Hartnell. I, I mean, one yeah, year, one a, mil. Can't great, complain. Great presence in front of that with a power play. Especially for a 35-year-old, not a 40-year-old. And But the big addition I like was Nick Benino. They added oh, Benino huge. down the middle. Um, He's also they two needed time, that two-time in a row cup champ. Yep. Uh, Craig Smith is also a great guy. Uh, Philip Forsberg, hopefully he could put up Dude, his 30-something team. goal season. This team's scary. <laughs> Absolutely. Team scary. I, I would agree. TJ, you hit that one right. young they are. But, uh... You know, it's they're gonna have to. Yes, they have their D. Yes, they have their goaltender, but their goaltender has to stay healthy. Um, their D will be fine. I, they need the young guys to step up again. You need Victor Arvidsson to score at least twenty. You know, you need those guys to step up. But you gotta think half of these guys have already played in the Stanley Cup final. What what what's this? Yeah, you gotta step up, but I mean, there's not a bigger light to step up to after playing in the Stanley Cup final. I mean, yeah, but you got to watch out for teams that make the cup final and start slumping. So, you the know, Penguins didn't. obviously the Penguins Did you see didn't. The but that's they had in the cup, though. Dude, I love oh, it. Dude, I wanted I mean, them to win so badly. I mean, so I think badly. that's any team, though. I think any team who makes the Stanley Cup final is. That's how long ago we started hunger. this podcast. We were still in the Stanley Cup final. We we're in the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Long Thanks, time. Rangers. Long time. Long they're, time. They're doing great. Long time. Um. But yeah, uh, they, I if this team go ahead. No, uh, no, no. Finish off because I'm gonna I'm gonna sum it up. All right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, before, you know, these young guys need to step up. They need to play. Um, but to me, best best D in the league. Um, they're they're solid on all four lines. I got nothing wrong to say about this team. I don't. Complete improve on my part, and they really didn't even add much. I mean, yes, they added Bonino, they added Hartnell, uh, but they still just. 
continue to improve. I mean, the fact that they have all these guys yeah, locked up for at they, least they, three they years. Added, they, they also added Yemlin. You know, it's just they right. Just... They added back, uh, you know, veteran presence at the in the back end, even though he's thirty one. I keep thinking that guy's like fifty because the way he plays. But who? Yemlin, I, I oh, Yemlin? for some reason yeah. I I never he, liked him on Montreal. He's, yeah, he we he got exposed. Anyway, to uh, wrap up Nashville, complete complete upgrade. They're going to be a top, like I said, two top three, top two team in the Western Conference. TJ, I agree. All right, cool. Uh, we're moving on to the next team. We got two teams left. We're going on to the St. Louis Blues. Now this is another interesting team. Uh, they have a little. They have a little under 2.5 mil left in cap. They're at the roster limit. So they actually don't have a first-round pick next year. Just noticed that in the draft. This is a team where, you know, I think that they kind of downgraded, but they could have also stayed the same. And, and, you know, Tarasenko is a – he's a stud. There's no, there's no other words to describe Vladimir Tarasenko. He's a goddamn stud. The one guy that worries me is Paul Stastny. He's now 31 years old. He's coming on to a contract season, so hopefully he'll step up his shit. But he's not going to be making anywhere near $7 million the year after that. He, I, I see him in the $4.5 to $5 million mark. Uh, you know, he just he's not the Colorado avalanche Paul Stastny. Pedro? Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, it's it's tough because St. Louis is in an interesting position after losing, obviously, Kevin Shattenkirk. But, you know, we, we've touched base on it. They got better after the trade deadline last year. But it was weird because they sold. They were sellers at the deadline. Absolutely. They sold Shattenkirk. They, they, they traded away. Um, who else did they trade away? They, they I, I'm not thinking about it right now, but they traded away someone else. Actually, probably two or three players. Yeah, just can't think of it off the top of my I mean, head. You know, their D to me is Didn't still. Didn't they trade so, uh, Patrick Patrick Eves? No, he was a star. No, he's a star. Never mind. Um, you know, their D to me is still good. I mean, Colton Pranko is a guy who is going to be a star in this league. He has as well. to be the next Shattenkirk. Um, you know, yeah, he's got to put at least up twenty five on the power play like Shattenkirk has been doing for the past four seasons. Um, Petrangelo, their captain. See now, Jake Allen. TJ, now that you bring it up, Jake Allen. Yeah, I'm not sold on him. He's another. He's another goaltender that I'm not sold on. Coming off his best season, though. Yeah, I, yeah he's coming off his best season. But what was his best season? I, I I'm not sure on the numbers, but Jake Allen's best season wasn't even like, like. All right, you know what? Let's let's go over Jake I mean, Allen. I mean, his, his his goals against average was a two point four, which isn't too bad, and his save percentage was above nine hundred. So I would take a nine point uh, nine one five his save percentage. Um, Check playoffs too. I mean, yeah, I mean, eleven games played, he let up one point nine six goals against. I mean, and he had a save percentage of nine three five. So yeah, yeah, I, w- yeah. I would have to agree with TJ on this one. I mean, he had a great season, and it's tough because you, you know we hate to blame the goaltender, but sometimes you but do you have to. I I get that. I blame Henrik for you know yes when he doesn't make those big I, stops. I I get that. Like, but when you have like, defensive, let's, let's when you talk have about defensive, the let's talk about the Ottawa series. Um, we're not talking about that right now. But uh, you know, when we talk about then he goes know, on to win a goddamn defense. championship with fucking Sweden. Sorry, <laughs> but we go to you know their defense. Their defense to me, they only have. I guess their top four is good. I mean, Petrangelo and Colton Col- Pranko. I mean, yes, Jay Bowmeister and Gunnarsson. Those two guys I like. Um, their bottom two. I don't know who's going to be their bottom two. 
But going back to Jake Allen, I mean, I think Jake Allen is has to be he has to be strong. If if if, if, he if plays St. Louis well, is going to make plays. the playoffs, Jake Allen has to be strong. Absolutely, of course. So now that now that leaves us. Did they improve? Did they stay the same, or did they downgrade? I am in the situation of they stayed the same, but they didn't help themselves because the teams around them improved. I would have to agree 100%. Yep, that's exactly what I would say. TJ? Same situation as Minnesota. Teams around them got better, and they stayed the same, which is going to hurt them. I mean, there's too much weight on Tarasenko. There's really not much people around him that are big-time scorers. I mean, no matter what, he's going to give you your you know 75 points a season, but... Tarasenko is such a stud. He's such a stud. And Tarasenko doesn't even have a no trade clause. He has nothing. He's just making seven point five million he's not a going year. Anywhere we can all agree on that. I, at the end, he's I, too comfortable. I guarantee you, he's traded by two thousand twenty-one. Why? Because yeah, because he's gonna be in UFA for the following season. No, he has two. Was... He has two more years left. If if I swear to you, if the Blues are going nowhere. Oh, he will be traded right, to if the Blues. Go nowhere. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's going to be gone. He's not going to be a Blue for life. Uh, no. Done. But... I'll put five thousand dollars on it. Okay. Someone take it. No. Next. All right. Next. Last team. Winnipeg Jets. Pedro, you are kind of high on the Winnipeg Jets. Yes. They are at their roster size, twenty three of twenty three. They have a little over eight million left. Uh. I love Patrick Line. I'm just going to straight out say it. Patrick Line is a stud. And it was fun to watch him and Austin Matthews battle it out this year. I also know oh, Austin Matthews scored a hat trick. Oh, wait. Patrick Line just scored four goals. Did oh, you, wait. Did you see their first game when they played against each other in Winnipeg? Oh, it was great. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I actually watched that. It was, it was I mean, fantastic. Back and forth during. It's interesting because Austin Matthews on a breakaway in overtime. He misses literally a turnover past the line and he rips it top shelf. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, those two guys are are great, and Patrick Laine is a fantastic player. I, I mean, honestly, some some people think he could have gone over Austin Matthews. I mean, people had him higher than Austin Matthews ranked. Yeah, but, no, dude, they're both phenomenal. You players. know, I, there's and this you, one guy though. You, you love Mister. I love Mark Shifley. I love Mark Shifley. I mean, this guy, he's gonna be an all star in this league. I mean, he's a, a stud centerman, 24 years of age, and he's um, locked up. He's locked term. up. And you know Winnipeg has a has a cornerstone with that guy, and with him and Line, watch out, watch out. Brought up Blake Wheeler yet? Him are, too. Are you, Blake, I mean, he's thirty. Yeah, he's got a partial no no trade clause. Blake Wheeler's interesting. He's their captain. Um, I oh, by the way, I definitely see Line getting an A next year. Yeah, uh, no. Nah, he's young, but I I, I, I I don't think so. No. No. I can see it. I mean, they already have they already have Wheeler and Sh- uh, Wheeler as their captain, Shifley and Bufflin. They're fine. Is a forty-seven plus assist guy, twenty-five goals plus. No, dude, I'm not he's, saying he's, he's not he's solid. He's consistent. He, I mean, yeah, I, I like not, the guy. I'm not saying he's he's not solid. Yeah. He's he's definitely a solid player. And when he he came over from Boston, I believe, correct? Yep. Yeah, when he came over from Boston, he he was always solid with them. Uh, you know, don't forget Matthew Perot. I mean, this guy's he's. He's, he's he's a good player. Brian Little. I mean, but they're D. I love their D. And Dustin Bufflin, Toby Enstrom, Tyler Myers, Dmitry Kulikov. Watch Truba. out. Jacob Truba, who... Yeah, their defense is I solid. Mean, good. I mean, but this, then this team... Comes, and, and you know what? We were actually talking before recording. TJ brought the point. But what about Steve Mason? He, he, he's... <laughs> yes, he was... 
I guess you can say solid in Philadelphia. You can say he was solid in Columbus. But he falters. He's he's not a he he's you know, he's inconsistent. And he has to really prove himself in he has to prove himself in Winnipeg if he actually wants to you know, keep that spot because I said it before, I think Connor Hellebuck could be, you know, knock, knock, knocking on Mason's door. And that was a little uh, reference to uh, Stairway to Heaven. And I think he can just be knocking on Mason's door and he can take that spot right from him. Quick stat for Mason, lowest save percentage last year in the last four years. Really? I, I, I mean, for a team like Philadelphia, who won 10 games in a row and then didn't make the playoffs, which is the first time in NHL history that ever happened. Um, being a goaltender in that building is tough. Yeah, Fans get yeah, on you like crazy. Tough. And that, uh, that could take a toll on a guy. And that could really bring a guy's moral down and bring him down. And so hopefully in Winnipeg, it's a fresh start. Fresh start in Winnipeg. Hopefully he can play up to those. He's been playing consistent between, I believe, 50, 50 60 games, I believe, he's been playing consistently. So, if he plays that consistent and can get to those 30 wins, I have no doubt they could be a wild card team. Um, they could be a wild card team, but Halibuck has to, if he's, if Halibuck's the backup, which I anticipate he will Dude, be. Dude, even Michael Hutchison's pretty, pretty Oh yeah, absolutely. Good. But, I mean, Steve Mason has to win at least 30, and you have to have Halibuck at least win 15 games. You need that 45 wins, especially in a wild card position, I mean. You know, yeah, no, no, um, no doubt. I to me now, I think the East is tougher than the West, in my opinion. To get in, yes. Well, dude, just the Metro in general, right? Is is a fucking so beast. We'll get into the we'll get into the Metro, uh, probably in three weeks. Yep. Or no, two weeks, two weeks now. So so for for the Jets, if they get to that forty five win mark, they're in the playoffs for me. So. Steve Mason has to win at least 30. If he could get those 30 wins, you've got to anticipate Halbach to get at least 15. All right. So um, now it leads us to the – this is the last team. But uh, I think they, they they pretty much look the same besides adding Steve Mason as a goaltender. Um, so I'm going to go because I think Mason's a – better goaltender than Pavlik if <laughs> we, we now have Pavlik as our backup. Uh, I'm going to say that they improved, but slightly. Their defense is, in my in my opinion, very good. So, depending on how shut down their defense is in front of Steve Mason and Connor Hellebuck, and, you know, how well, you know... I even like Marco Dano. He, he's another one. Marco Dano, I think, is a tremendous, you know, up-and-coming star... Uh, but depending on how Lane, you know, Peralt, Wheeler, Shifley, depending on how they play, I can see them fitting into a wild card spot. So, slight improvement for the Winnipeg Jets for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think they improved. Um, we know with the addition of Dmitry Kulikov on the back end after Kulikov, coming back from sorry, Russia, yeah. um, their D to me looks good. Top top five D in the league. Um if Mark Shifley and Patrick Laine are going, everyone on this team is going to get going. So I anticipate this team to push for a playoff spot. I would not be surprised if they're in the if they're a wild card position team. Would not be surprised. TJ, 
They're going to push for that wild card. I think Steve Mason is really the make or break to, you know, if they're a playoff team to if they're not. Um, would you guys agree on that? Absolutely. Yeah, well, it always it always ends up on goaltending. I, yeah, I think it goes down to Mason, you know, the most factor. Um, I'm a Blake, big, big Blake Wheeler fan, so I don't know. I think with his captainship that, you know, if Mason does do have a good season, then, you know, they're a wild card team. All right, so now this leads us to the final. We just went through all the teams. Next week will be the Pacific. Now we're just going to go in order from do we do we do go top to bottom? We go top to top bottom. Top to bottom. All right, top yeah. to bottom. We do. <laughs> by the way, we didn't learn from last time. We did not write any of this down. So, but it shouldn't be too hard. No, this, it's this, so this, this should definitely be easier than you know trying to predict playoff spots and whatnot. Uh, so Pedro started off. Let's go. Number one in the central, two less in the central. All right, I'm gonna go Dallas. There's that. There's. I still can't believe you're putting <laughs> Dallas number one. I'm going man. Dallas, Nashville, Chicago, St. Louis, Winnipeg, Colorado. Uh, sorry. Uh, see, this is this is why we need to write things down. Okay. Dallas. I'm gonna go Dallas, Nashville, Nashville Chicago, Chicago, uh, Minnesota. Winnipeg, St. Louis, and then Colorado. Wow, so you really see St. Louis falling. Free falling like Tom Petty. I don't Petty. think they're going to be as Free good as falling. they should have been. Oh, all right. It's interesting. Uh, all right. TJ, let's hear from you. Can't, um, oh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> Pedro, I can't believe you have Dallas winning the Central. If, so, they, if they are I'm number so, one, so if so they sorry. are number one in the West, and they're one in, and obviously one in the Central, you want to bet something right now? Oh, well, I mean, you already have like fucking five bets with every single I person have we have. I have one bet. On... I have one bet. Pedro's like a betaholic. <laughs> I have one bet. Hey, 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 dark guy, you want to? Oh, by the way, we'll get it. Actually, we'll get into it. Uh, but he hey, bet me. Hey, hey, dark guy, you want? He bet me. <laughs> yeah. He bet me. <laughs> but you're the one that took it. I didn't even take it. So it's because you're a pussy. Whoa! All right, um, TJ. Let's let's hear it from the top to the bottom. Central division. <coughs> Go. I think we're going Nashville. Okay. Um, then I believe Chicago. Okay. Dallas. Okay. Um, Minnesota. Okay. St. Louis. Okay. Winnipeg. Okay. And Colorado. Colorado. Honestly, we have the same exact. I, I, we have the <laughs> same exact lineup. Uh, I mean, I see it. I mean, Nashville just got better, and they were in the cup last year. So from getting better to going into the cup, I think that they're the number one. And the craziest thing is, Nashville got in as a wild card last year, and swept and swept and swept the number one Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Yeah, no, I have the same exact thing. I have Nashville, Chicago, Dallas. So you're telling me Minnesota, St. Louis, Winnipeg. Uh, Avalanche. So you're telling me Chicago is better than Dallas? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. I think Corey Crawford is a better goaltender than the tandem of Lettinen and Bishop. Yeah, no, I just think that they're a better team. Okay. I, well, I guess we'll find out, I guess, right? I guess so. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the end of that. I, I, Pedro feel I feel I'm feeling a little tension from Pedro over here. I, Pedro went from Dallas number one in the central, and we just like butchered Dallas. Kind of crushed the da, 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 da <laughs> three. I mean, but hey, who knows? Who knows? We we I, I we have no idea. We're not we're not professionals. Like I said, Pedro Dallas is going to be a playoff team. That's definitely a no brainer. I just think that Nashville overall just got a lot better. 
Nationals. Nationals. Uh, yeah, they're good, but you have experience on the Dallas Stars team. I mean, don't forget you Nashville. Stanley Cup. I don't care. Nashville is extremely young, and you have these guys that are coming into their second years. You want to go to playoff experience, though? Then let's talk about Chicago too. It's just you know explaining if Chicago is better than Dallas. Well, absolutely. I mean, but I I wouldn't take that into consideration though, because I mean, you just said bring in <laughs> bring in experience. <laughs> it's you literally just said let's bring I, in experience. I, uh, it's just tough because when I look at Dallas on paper, I mean, look at their centers. I mean, their strength down the middle is is okay, unreal. Okay, but it's not just about and they centers. Have... It's not just about centers. You're telling me Chicago's defense is better than Dallas's defense? If you're telling me that. No, I'm not saying that. Okay, you you just shit on Roosevelt. First yes, of I all. did. I yes. okay, Roosevelt great. Should be so they retired. have Mark Mathod, John. Uh, they have Klinberg, who's probably one of the youngest defensemen. Chicago's in the not league. done yet. They're not going to go into the into yes. the season with four defensemen. Yeah, exactly. They're going to bring in more young guys like they've been doing. That's exactly what they're going to do. Okay, I still think that they're better than Dallas. Okay. It, uh, we're allowed our opinions, all I, right? I, and I'm allowed to defend mine. I, I, we never said you couldn't. We never said you couldn't. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the end of you know. We're just doing you know co- uh, divisional previews. So that was the Central. We're going to the Pacific next week. Hopefully, we'll have a guest on. Who knows who it's going to be? We we even have we don't even have a clue who's going to be. Uh, then we're going to go Atlantic, then Metro, maybe Metro Atlantic. We'll we'll figure that out. Uh, I would like to have T-Mac back on for the uh, Metro because T-Mac was a very good guest. Uh, other than that, we're getting there. We're we're super close to the start of the preseason. Training camp is about to start in, Pedro, how many weeks? What is it? Two? It's the second three week weeks? of September. So yeah. two, 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 three, three weeks. weeks. Three weeks? Yep. So we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're winning our girlfriend back. Uh, we said that we were throwing the rocks out of her. We were playing, you know, some some great old love songs out the window, hoping she'd come back. She's she's starting to feel us, Pedro. She's starting to feel, you know, she's like, oh, this these guys actually she's really, me a little bit. These guys really want me back. So we're getting there. Uh, but as as always, um, please, iTunes, drop the puck pod, uh, drop the puck podcast, uh, like, rate, subscribe. Review, please. It means the world to us. We say it a lot. We only have 14 reviews, which actually is kind of a lot from what I expected. But we are trying to break that top 200 mark, which would be awesome. So please, it goes a long way. We're not getting paid for this. We're just doing this for the love of hockey and just this. That's that's really all we're doing. Um, we, you know, me, me and Pedro look at the listeners on soundcloud and it's pretty overwhelming even though the number is less than 100 it's still overwhelming just know that you know 66 people listen to us 55 people listen to us 78 people listen to us i think our first episode is about to break 100 it's at 96 it's at it's at 96 so hopefully by next week we'll have our first episode over 100 which would be nice uh it's you know it's crazy you know 100 people listening to you it's pretty it it's pretty it's a pretty cool feeling and um you know you can you can find us on twitter at drop the puck pod you can find me at my twitter at jstar02 you can find pedro at his twitter at underscore rodriguez with an s20 underscore uh tj do you want to plug yourself uh you can plug me in at roselli tj so it's just it's 
you know, it's a cool feeling. And then when we're looking through our, you know, drop the puck podcast, uh, Twitter and we get, you know, a mention, I'm actually going to shout him out real quick. Uh, we have our man, uh, I think his name's Travis, uh, Travjack71. He has a he actually has a podcast. The ho- he's the host of the Hudson Valley uh, Hockey Podcast. And I want to mention something about that. Um, I love listening to it. Yeah, it, I it's, mean, it's phenomenal. I, I mean, it, it if really you want to talk high school hockey, I mean, some people everything. don't get into high school hockey. If you listen to this podcast, you'll get into it. And I really mean that. And uh, I've learned a lot from this guy. Like I've, you know, I've talked to him. I kept in touch with him. He actually would like to come on and we'll be one of our on. guests. Um, so he's been a huge supporter. Yes, and, and I mean, you definitely give a listen to this guy's podcast. I mean, if you want to know hockey from a high school perspective, definitely listen to it. It is very interesting, and I for sure am going to start looking into high school hockey um you know he said on the island we have a couple good teams here and i definitely want to check it out maybe you'll uh, maybe you'll know some prospects maybe that's what i'm saying uh and then you know shout out to craig morrissey craig morrissey wrote to us after listening to our linda cohen episode great show guys no complaints from me on the rangers coverage big fan from newfoundland canada look forward to the next one sorry like like Newfoundland, Canada. Like I, before we even started writing, like or not even writing, before we started, like me and Pedro, like you know what, we're gonna buy the equipment and we're gonna do this thing. Me and Pedro ended up recording on one microphone at five o'clock in the goddamn morning for our first goddamn episode, and then we have listeners from Newfoundland, Canada. That is the craziest thing to me, and it wouldn't be possible without all of you guys. So from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of Pedro's heart. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we truly appreciate every listen. We truly appreciate every follow. We truly appreciate everything. We're not getting a single dollar from any of this. Uh, we just do this for the love of hockey. And I don't want to say the love of New York Rangers, but God damn it for the love of the New York Rangers. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait. Uh, hopefully we'll have our man Trav Jack for, from five minute major on. You know, it's just going to be fun. And, you know, the season's just beginning, and Drop the Puck podcast is just beginning. This is just the beginning. We're going to have Linda Cohn back on multiple times. You know, this is just the beginning. Uh, And that's, I'm just, I'm that confident in. Trust the process. Yeah. No, we're not from Philly, but trust the process. Uh, And we're not, we're not an NBA podcast, but trust the process. You know, from the bottom of my heart, I love Pedro. I love, you know, all the guests come on. TJ's just down here having a great time. He's always wanted to come on. We had him on just because he wanted to come on. Uh, you know, Pedro, phenomenal. I, sometimes I just go over. I'm, I'm ranting now. But sometimes I just, go over to, I just go over to Pedro, and he's the one spewing the facts. Like, I, I might be, you know, keeping the show going, but Pedro's the one that's spewing the facts every single episode. So if you want to go give him a follow, please do, because this dude knows hockey. Uh, other than that, Pedro, do you have anything to say? Well, thank you for the nice words. I appreciate that. It's the um, truth. It's it's the honest truth. You know, don't bring yourself down, because you know a lot of hockey as well. Um, I think we all do. Um, that's why we did this, and we love doing it. And like Justin said, I mean... Everything he said, you know, thank you so much for everything, guys. Um, you know, let's keep please it rolling. rate, let's keep review, it rolling. subscribe. Um, we really appreciate your feedback. Um, we love your feedback. So, if, you know, if anyone ever wants to be on the episode, reach out to us, please. Um, give us a follow on Twitter. 
um, just anything will help yeah, us. Please you know, give us a follow on Twitter. You know, it, it Our really Twitter followers are kind of low. Yeah, it, you know, it really helps us and it makes us really happy and it makes us, you know, we would love to do this and it would just love us. We would love to do it even more if you know if we could get more support. And uh, you know, like Justin said, uh, you know, thank you so much for everything and hopefully we can continue to have your support throughout the season. All right, my random man from uh, Fiverr, who we got this outro from. Spin that shit.